welcome to the brave new world, Golden Globus. Glo- Glo- I can't even say our the fan name right. Golden, Golden Globe Trotters. Globus. Yeah, I was trying to go for Golden Globe. Yeah, wild in the streets indeed, Griff. Because we're we're, we're taping this early because we as far as, it's March twenty second right now, but yes. you're going to be hearing this probably. 10, 12 days from now. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're, yeah, we're, we're way, way ahead. ahead because we're thinking about you guys. Yeah. And we're probably in lockdown right now. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. Because we're assuming that if 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 not the country, Michigan's probably going to be shut down tomorrow. Yeah, it's sounding like that. Rumor has it uh, on uh, the 23rd we're going to be shut down and further quarantined. There's already, obviously, a couple states that have been, like, severely quarantined. Murray, we're going into some interesting times here. These are the times I live for, Griff. I've been I've been uh, practicing, studying yeah. my whole life. You know, I'm post-apocalypse is what I'm all about. It's what you're all about. I started playing my Mad Max game again just to hone my, my oh, smart, skills. Oh, smart. Smart. Very smart. So I know how to, like, throw a gas can on fire at somebody. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of us, since we're going to be all living on islands, which was uh, straight out of a Philip K. D. Islands Phil- in the stream. D- Philip K. Call back to Kenny Rogers, who we just lost. God damn it. Everything bad is going on. The gambler? We lost the gambler. He gambled. Oh, man. He he didn't know when to run, apparently. He didn't know when to run. (laughs) Poor Kenny Rogers. We've been blasting people about plastic surgery recently, and Kenny went out there and had his whole face done, and he doesn't even look like Kenny. Well, he looked like an Asian Kenny Rogers. (laughs) Yes, he did. I think he fixed that though, but yeah, he was so? he was looking before he died. He oh, fixed. it was unfortunate, but there, there's so many cool references to how we're going to be living. Or maybe our he lives was killed now. and replaced with like an Asian <laughs> double. I don't know. <laughs> so what I wanted to say is maybe what we'll have to do is record a bunch of episodes, and then I'll start a, a little remote radio station that emits a signal over FM radio, and then in another month when we're all dead from this pandemic, people will, the, like the few people who are still alive, they'll tune into It'll, our radio and it's gonna listen. It's going to be like that scene from that shitty Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome where the kids have the record, yeah. and they'll have, they'll have like your laptop, the, the well, the shaman kid will have your laptop like on a stick. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then somehow somebody, somebody, will, adult will survive, and they'll push the play button. Yeah, and then they're going to be like fucking amazed. What? What Matt is Hannon? Man, who is a what is a keep Matt? Keep it Hannon? warm. What does that mean? Kinchite. When do we get to hear that episode? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kids, you never will. So we got an exciting future to look forward to. That's what we're saying. All hope is not lost. And um, no, everybody just chill out. Calm down and wash your hands. Wash. Keep calm and wash your hands. That 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 thing. Keep calm and do whatever. Yeah. This, this keep calm and wash your fucking hands. Wa- wash the, your fucking hands. Dirty. I mean, yes, we have an imbecile in charge, but we're gonna we're gonna survive. <laughs> I don't. He seems totally reasonable when he flips out on people for the no, easiest I'm, softball. Bl- I voted for Lord Humongous, so don't blame me. Hey, he's a reasonable guy. And I mean, get I, shit done. I had a little trouble spelling his name, but I got it in there too. Lord Among Us. I think I spelled it right. There's been Let's too much so. pain. <laughs> too much suffering. There has been too much violence. Too much pain. None here without sin. But I have an honorable compromise. Just walk away. Give me a pump. The boy. The gasoline and the whole compound, and I spare you lives. Just walk away. 
Oh, Murray, so we're going into the Bronx here. Why are we going to the Bronx? I don't know why. Oh, because we're, we're talking about the real evil of the future. It's not It's not a pandemic, Griff. It's, it's gentrification. Yeah. That is the theme of this next movie. And we, we, I, we just talked about this before we started recording. Okay, the movie, the, the, the point of the movie is trash. Our hero, Mark Gregory, trash is trying to save the Bronx from gentrification. So why is it called Escape from the Bronx? Makes no sense because... They're trying to save the Bronx. The government... uh, Okay, there's several parties involved here. I feel like the government's involved, but then there's... Corporations, bro. GC Corporation and their evil president who are offering people a sweet deal to leave the Bronx and get set up in New Mexico. Sounds and good to me. All the Bronx? Breaking Bad makes it look great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All the meth you could want. <laughs> and I'm sure meth. everyone in the Bronx is probably strung out on meth. So yeah. it all makes sense. And so the like all the families there, which we get to see maybe two of them, they're like, no, fuck that. We're not leaving. And then, of course, the gangs thrive there, so they don't want to leave. Right. And, they're uh, the Bronx warriors. Yeah. So, again, Trash's objective isn't to escape the Bronx. He's trying to stop gentrification. He's trying to save the Bronx. He's trying to save He's trying it. Trying to save what makes the Bronx the Bronx. They already ruined Brooklyn. The hipsters already ruined Brooklyn in in their their past, our present. Yeah. And now they're set their eyes on the Bronx because the rent is so high in Brooklyn. They have to move to the Bronx. They're yeah. like they're like termites or something. <laughs> <laughs> They well, ruin I mean, everything by making it better. I don't know how that works, but that's how it works. I don't know. I mean, just look at Detroit right now. You got the Illiches buying up parking lots and just storing them, so there's empty lots everywhere. Yeah, even though there was a deal that they were supposed to build housing on those yes. things. But hey, we, I trust I trust corporations to do the exactly. right thing. They've always done it in the past. So that's the scary future we're looking forward to because we're going to be in this pandemic stage for a nice month and a half, two months or so. All the all the mom and pop shops are gonna have to close down because they couldn't afford it, and uh, your WalMarts and your Targets are gonna take over. Yeah, so so just, we got that to look so forward to. Kill yourself, but after you listen to this episode, <laughs> listen to this episode. <laughs> Go back, set up a robot to listen because we uh, all the robots love us to listen to all of our episodes. Oh, yes. Pump those numbers. <laughs> Big in the bots, and that's the good thing about bots; they don't get sick, Griff. So they'll they, always be downloading our episodes. Yeah. So in twenty years, our our po- podcast will be the most popular by bot uh decision so we got that going for us at least yeah we oh yeah we got something to look forward to you guys are still fucked but yeah we have bot love so i mean i guess we can get into it a little more in the movie but how do you get people out to really gentrify fake epidemic fake news fake news is there an epidemic i don't know they say there is, oh. but you again the the only two like civilians we get to see there they're like it's not real Right. It's bullshit. Open the windows. Moon Breathe must be air. working for NPR. She's, must be. She's keeping it real. She, yeah. And the other nice thing we get to see, we get some familiar faces here. We do. We get a lot of familiar faces, which we'll go over as we go through the movie. But there's some people from other Italian schlock that pop up in here. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I thought I... There's this, there's one person I bet you don't know you know, but you know him. I know. My brain was trying to click together uh, several different I'm gonna people. I'm going to point him out when he shows up. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, shit. That is him. Of course it's him. Yeah. I, I'm really excited to hear about it because whenever we do these Italian movies, I'm always like, is that that guy from that one? So... 
It'll be nice right. to settle that. I think Enzo Castell- Castellari. I, forget, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Enzo. I'm calling him Enzo. He's the director. Yeah. He has his like set group of like actors he uses. Yeah, which is cool. And, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, Italians got to have their Alion and their, you know, uh, I can't think I, of our native friend who's Walker's. Or, uh, oh, uh, Branscombe Richmond. Branscombe Richmond. Yeah, we haven't done it. He, he used to be, he was like in every movie we I did know. in the beginning. We haven't seen him in a long time. There was months where it was just like he was in at least two movies. <laughs> just, yeah, I think <laughs> Death Ring was the last time we saw Branscombe. That sounds right. Oh, we got to look him up, see how he's, I mean, look, find one of his movies and do another one of those. One he pops up in, because obviously he hasn't started anything. Well, who knows if we're ever going to do another one? Yeah, that's <laughs> this a good might point. be this might be our swan song. Yeah, and what a way to go out! Right? What a way to go out! Because I'm going to go right to the trailer because we're we're just rambling now. So uh, rambling. Wait, every, no, that's that's not everybody. Uh, kick back, enjoy this rip off of Escape from the Burn of the New York. That's <laughs> really not a rip off, and let's all just escape from the Bronx. The authorities declare the Bronx a high-risk zone. There's only one alternative. Destroy it. Destroy it. Escape from the Bronx. Welcome back. Great trailer, and uh, let's get right into was this. It, or was it one of those standard Italian ones where Shit. no talking yeah, at all? They're prob- yeah, they're probably. Yeah, there's probably a good down. one for like the DVD that like an American company put together. We'll yeah. look for that one. Yeah, something. I always try to find something that isn't just pow, because this movie is mostly just pows and kablues. So yeah, the last half hour is just a fight scene. It's just it's just one long ass fight scene. Lots of dummies being destroyed in this movie. But not. I don't think there's any car chases. He should be happy about. I that. am thrilled about that. Uh, I can think of only like two times they get in cars and they immediately get destroyed. <laughs> so I'm happy. Like forty right. feet down the road, they get destroyed. So Murray, of course, this movie opens up. We've been talking about it. The evils of gentrification. Right, the real scourge of the the real disease that we need to be fighting. Yeah. Pushing out the poor, moving the rich. Yeah. This I got a question, Griff. This is more about what we're going through right now. Are we at the are we at Mad Max period right now? Like the first movie. Is that where we're at right now? Like society's just starting to crumble cuz this is kind of where the movie is too. It's not there's no nuclear annihilation yet. Yeah. No, I, I'd say so. I'd say so. So, is, should, should we be expecting biker gangs to be roaming the streets in a couple of weeks from now? Um, well, here's the thing: most biker gangs are old, and since this virus going well, around, you got you got the end with. Well, you know, a guy wears a lot of Harley Davidson merch. So yeah, is that? I've got it in, but then it, it, this yeah. is going into my point. A lot of those guys are like fifty plus. Yeah, and they probably could take better care of themselves. So I think if they get this COVID. They're not going very far. Let's just say that. Well, they're gonna they're gonna stand by their guns and refuse treatment because they're against socialized medicine. So they're gonna be like, "No, sir, I don't want help." So again, you're just laying into the fact that they're gonna be dead. Oh, yeah, good riddance. I don't care. So I don't want bikers roaming the streets. So I'm what I'm saying is, I don't think people. they're gonna exist because bikers are an old person thing. Yeah, and even punk rock bikers are an old person thing. Yeah, punk yeah. rock is so fucking old now. 
So I, I don't think we're going to have the bikers. What we're going to have to worry about is the Fast and the Furious kids. Because those, those are so the ones. A very diverse but yes. violent group. Yes. So we're going to be multiracially being beaten to our to death. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, at least they've got that to look for. So you know, much like the movies we cover, the gangs are finally going to get diverse and inclusive. Exactly. So I... At least we can appreciate that, that it's yes. diverse. <laughs> They're kicking my teeth, and uh, at least there's an Asian, and there's a trans, and, and then I just die with a smile on my you face. You were about to call a guy a Nazi, then you realize he's surrounded by all these colorful people, and you're like, wow, you guys get together really nicely. I, I wish I could have been a part of your group. We would have got along great. Yeah, but I'm a cis, straight male. I, ner- I deserve to die. So <laughs> I'm, there's no place for me in the future. So just like we're recklessly murdering people on the streets, we have the DOS. Murray, do you remember what DOS stands for? Yeah, it's very harmless-sounding name. The De-Infestation Annihilation Squad. Disinfe- disinfestation. Disinfestation, yeah. that's right. Uh, so they're cleaning up the streets, and I was curious. Literally. I, I thought they only had flamethrowers. But Murray has told me that there is like two sets yeah. where one has machine guns. Yeah, well, they're all, of course, this is the future, guys. So they're all wearing silver jumpsuits. Well, yeah, it's future. Yes, the one there's there's two kinds. There's much like stormtroopers, they all have the, the, they're different. There's a snow trooper and there's the tie fighter pilot. They have theirs where there's ones that have guns and they wear motorcycle helmets. Okay. And then there's one that you were saying earlier with flamethrowers. They were like astronaut helmets. Oh, okay. So that's how you tell them apart. That's how you tell them also apart. Also, the gun in their hand. That's a good way to tell yes. them apart as and well. And the flamethrower in the others, yes. So as you would expect, they're just fighting homeless people, minding their own business, and and they, they're just Staking like, well. up the, the neighborhood. You, you see, here's the problem. We're gonna we're we're trying we're trying to put in a Whole Food right there. You're not gonna fit in. Well, they're telling people to evacuate. They are. They're saying we were gonna we're gonna. Pay for you to move to New Mexico. Yeah, they're going to set them up in New Mexico. There's so signs they, everywhere saying it. So this yeah. is the last, like the whole, the guys who are just holding on. Most people just New Mexico, I'm in, and they just. But these are the last holdouts. Yeah, because they're on a timetable. This is a corporation. They got fucking deadlines to meet. Yeah, I don't, I don't get. I don't know if they ever really get into what their rush was, but they're rushing. They need well, to no, get... because they have this. They have a press conference where they show what they're going to do, and they need to get this shit started. They got do their permits. Those have time limits. On. That's a good point. It's probably about the permits. You're right. right. And the D- das 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 das. So they have one target they're looking for: the savior of the Bronx, trash himself. Yeah, he's like a folk hero now. And so they're they've got a helicopter out just surveying the Bronx. Well, they I think they got a call like trash has been seen in yeah. this area. So well, they immediately set the chopper out. Okay, and so he swoops down. We've seen this shot before, except now it's covered in trash. I also want to point out that uh, I don't know if you. It's very you know blink your eye and you'll miss. But there was a guy that when they would go back to like the headquarters and those guys at those computers. Yeah. Did you notice there's like an old guy with a big black mustache? Yes, I noticed. That's him. Enzo Castellari. The director. oh, that was yes. He the, he pops up like several. Yes. Se, se, I was gonna say several or eight or rural <laughs> times. Yeah. So we get trash, and he's on he's on that little uh, I don't even know what to call riverside. He's underneath a bridge. Underneath that bridge, it was under on the, the bridge. It's, it's under the riverside there, under the bridge. I don't know the lyrics. I would sing that song. But Scar tissues that I wish you. They, that's that song. <laughs> Scar tissues. It's... No, I'm thinking the the chili. Oh, oh no, song, I I was trying to remember yeah. it. 
but I went to the first Red Hot song. Red Hot Because he sounds like he's deaf when he sings. Oh, yeah. Underneath the beat. Yeah, so we know this song. Yeah. It was a hit. <laughs> yeah, of course we know it. So Copter spots him, and we get the clue in from, uh, was it Wangler giving the order, or was it no, the vice president? showed up. Or yet. the president, yeah. yeah so president the, Clark, maybe. President Clark. Played who, by Enzo Castellari's brother. Oh, nice. Yeah, family awesome. affair. Has that blonde mustache. I get <laughs> right. it. I get it. And so he gives that order. He's just like, you found trash? Take him. Trash him. Take trash out him. the trash. Take out the trash. <laughs> And you know, like, all right, Roger that. And we say President Clark. He's not the president of the United States. No, not yet. It's the president of GC Corporation. G- GC Corporations. I forget what GC stands for. You don't it, say it. It was like General General Construction Corporation. Okay, that's what it was. Okay, uh, they do say it like twice. So we get trashed. Uh, you know, he's just trying to throw some gear on his motorcycle. He's scavenging for ammo, is what he's out doing. Yes. And so he's loading up his motorcycle, getting ready to take you know, off. Like, and that motorcycle was a weak-looking piece of shit. It like, was. Because he had, like, I think, like a Harley or something. He had, like, a cool bike in the first movie. Yeah. Still had the cool skull on the front. Yeah. But it was, like, a really shitty-looking bike. Well, he, I mean, we'll see in a minute here. He rides his bike fucking hard. Like, he's going upstairs, <laughs> downstairs, going in elevators with screwdrivers, operating them. He's he's going everywhere yeah. in this so thing. So Trash, of course, played by Mark Gregory. He's now... he's. He, Bronx Warriors was his first ever movie. He was, I think I said on, when we did the Bronx Warrior episode, he was discovered in a gym. And yeah. so I like, said, hey, you, you're a star, baby. And then you saw the guy walking. He was like, oh, shit, what, did I, what, what mistake did I make? <laughs> oh, my God, that walking. But he's more comfortable. He, he's a little more comfortable walking. Still awkward, though. A lot of awkward body language from Mark. Yeah. But he's trying. They, they kind of – you see – this seemed more fitting for the first movie than have him more featured in the second movie when he's more say, comfortable. I will say this about Mark Gregory. He has he look when he's on the screen, you look your eyes go to him. Like yeah. he does have star potential. No, I I and I, I, I want to put him in the category with the Zadars and the Matt Han, and it's like I think he's underappreciated. And we probably need to check out some more Mark because he did like six or seven other movies and then he got disillusioned and he just disappeared. Oh, okay. I thought he only did these two movies so did I. and then he disappeared. So did I. He was No, he did a couple like Rambo ripoffs. Oh my God. I yeah. want to They're see him Thunder. as a Rambo ripoff. He's got the perfect hair for it. I would, I hope, I would love to hear his real voice because he's, still, he's dubbed again in this movie. That's right. He is. It's, I love the dubbing. I usually hate dubbing, but this dubbing's great. It is. Yeah. <laughs> up in the Bronx. So, helicopter starts shooting at Mark. Uh, or Mark. Trash. Trash. And, uh, you know, he's hiding. He's got all this trash around him, so he's got plenty of space to hide under. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, big pipes. Big, and you get, yeah. you get these good, sh- like, cool shots looking down the pipe, and Mark's, like, posing and stuff. He, he's, like, pointing his gun down there as if he was going to take a <laughs> shot at the helicopter, which is... Yeah, through not, the pipe. Yeah. yeah. So after doing a couple poses, Murray, I I know you notice this. This man's got a wieldy, a wieldy. So yeah. no helicopter can stand that. Yeah. Points that wieldy into the sky. Three shots. Helicopter explodes. Yeah. Nice uh, model of a helicopter blows up. We see a little doll flip out. <laughs> that you know that reminds me. I, I think I've seen that. Yeah, you you probably did because apparently the producer used reused that scene multiple times in movies. <laughs> so trash. Is they hot. loved it, by the way. I actually I got prepared for this episode. I listened to the director's commentary, and they're like, oh, "That's a great shot." I loved it. 
I think it's was. great. I pra- love, yeah. Practical effects. Yeah, I'd, I'd I like love it better than some chintzy ass like uh, CGI like explosion on top of a real helicopter. Yeah, that would look ass. But yeah. I mean, obviously, it's silly that he shot down a helicopter with a pistol, but still, he shot in the right place. He just shot in the right it's, gas tank. It's like the Death Stars, <laughs> that one weak spot. There we go. We're willing to accept that Luke took out the he, Death Star. He, first of all, he shot him with the most powerful handgun mankind has ever made. The right. right. So. Of course, it's got that kind of power. So he hops on his shitty little scooter, the little Vespa with a skull on it, and yeah. heads home. Sees Mama and Papa. He goes to sell his wares first, but we go see oh. his mama and his papa. And they've got, you know, they're comfortable in their living space. It's not the best, but we get we get a shot of what they're living in. And Well, we learn that the tree doesn't fall far from the apple. The guy <laughs> twisted that. Because, I like how you twisted that. Because the dad is just like trash. He's just like, they're not throwing me out. I grew up here. I'm going to die here. Prophetic words. Mm. And we see that. Not only they love, they're like Italians, they love their family. Family's very big Italian. They love their son so much, they got a big poster of trash on their wall. <laughs> and it's like a Kelvin Klein ad. He's like got shirtless, black and white. Black and white. He's got the Not jeans. He shirtless. He's got that sweet vest he had. Oh, yeah, the sweet vest the on? Deep, the deep V vest he wore in the first oh, movie. Oh, yeah, okay. Of course, they're arguing over what makes Brooklyn pizza good, and it's the water. I know they're in the Bronx, but they still, it, it, it moves right. over there, too. So it's like, it's the water. We can't go to New Mexico. They won't have the right water for the thin crust delicious pizza. And mom, she's pragmatic. She's like, but I want to live. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of here. And then you get a knock at the door. Hi. Hello. Das here. Das. Hello. Tickets. He's not answering. And then they're like, they have to walk in. And as soon as they walk in, dad gives the old bat, smash, bat shattered face. Yeah. Hits a guy right in the face with a bat. He and we bring, get a nice mannequin shot of blood flying everywhere. He gets out as Bronx Blonde. Bron- Bron- what is wrong with my mouth? Bronx Bomber replica bat, and he just goes to fucking town. Teddy Williams all over the face. He is, he's standing his ground, but they don't see it that way. Yeah, I like how most of them are just standing there like, whoa, look at this old guy go. And finally, one of the. Was it a machine gun guy or was it a flaming guy? guy? He's finally like, huh? I got this. I got this. I'll get his tickets. And we get a great, another great practical shot. There's obviously like a screen, like a sheet of glass in between the actor playing the dad and the flamethrower guy. And he fires it. So you see that flame coming at the real life guy. Oh, shit. And then they cut it. They don't cut it in time because I can totally see it hitting the fucking glass. But we get the, we get the idea. That's that he's awesome. being set on fire. That's awesome. And then I don't know. Did they even did they show like an stunt man on fire? I don't even remember. They did. Okay. There was probably about forty five stuntmen on fire in this movie. And then they they uh, I according to the uh, the commentary I did was with Enzo Castellari, the director and a super fan, and he said there's 174 deaths in this movie. The super fan. Shit. That's that sounds about right. And the director's like, uh, you got a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> And so they just stalk mom down. Mom's like, okay, I'll go. I don't give a fuck about pizza. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. sorry, there's no there's no, uh, no, room in the inn. Set mom on fire. Oh, my God. The only thing that survived all that blaze was uh, part of Trash's poster. Yeah. So what's Trash been up to? He's uh, going underground. He's doing some parkour shit with his fucking little Vespa. I, yeah, man. I told you that he rides his bike fucking hard. And he goes down underground where the gangs are living now. And, hey, we get to see one of our old familiar friends. I called her Jazzler. 
Our old jazz crew, the yeah, uh, jazz yeah. hands crew from the first movie that have like the silver uh, bowler hats and yeah. the kiss makeup. And they, there was like a little sexual tension between them the last time. That was pretty cool, right? Well, it's yeah. still going because Trash goes, she goes, hey, Trash, like, keep it popping, baby. Keep it popping, baby. Mm. And she's like, will do. God, is he into like the the psychobilly? <laughs> she's popping and locking. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Sorry. Excuse me. We see in the background uh, Bruce Leroy's brother popping and locking and shit. Of course. He would survive this, too. Of course, of course, he, course would. he would. Richie. Richie. He would survive and be wearing some fly leather pants. Dude, while he would have it. all the fly leather. Oh, my God. And we see the, the, the Jazz Hands crew working on their moves in the background. Like, yeah. one, two, three, kick. Two, three, kick. We got some like cowboys in a uh, cowboy gang. You got like kind of a Nazi gang. They, I don't know how they found like even Trash is wearing like a giant Confederate flag on his sleeve. Yeah. Like everybody's He's, got. It's, it's about states' rights with him. Yeah, yeah, it's not about course, slavery, of course. Uh, and then you got like some leather daddy gangs. That's probably Richie's gang. Now that I think about it, he probably dressed them all up. Probably. And so uh, he's like, "Hey, I got that ammo. Where's the blown? The blown? The blown?" Did you and IMDb they have them marked down as being Dablone slash Toblerone? <laughs> yes. And I was like, what? That was a joke. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it was Dablone. And played by Antonio Sabato, who's been in a lot of Italian movies, but he's he's uh he's playing the minor role in this one, and he's playing an Hispanic, even though he's Italian. Yeah. And we can't do that anymore. And he's got the sweet sleeveless pirate shirt with the leather vest on top. He's got a fucking uh, chandelier hanging from his ear, this giant dangly. Oh earring. yeah, that was a nice touch. So, so many good touches. And he's basically he's taking over for I don't know where Ogre is, played by Fred Williamson. He's missing. Oh, that's right. I'm assuming the balloon shot him in the back. So there's no way he could have beat Fred. Maybe Williamson. he was like, "Me and my ladies don't want any more of this. We'll that, go to New Mexico." That that makes perfect sense, Griff, because Ogre changes his name. I don't remember what his name is. I don't remember what, what the fuck his name was in New Barbarians, but that's probably Ogre. <laughs> that's and, right. And he's in a desert. It makes sense. New Mexico desert. That makes so much sense. So he got out while the got, getting was good. He took the deal from uh, GC. Yeah. They probably offered him a big reward, too, to leave because they were like, Ogre, you pull a lot of water around here, man. If right. you leave, we're going to give you a mansion, get you all these ladies. We'll get you a helicopter. Speaking so. of ladies, we get a little scene. I th- it was the Blown's girlfriend, I believe. She had this nice, like, feather it's coat. Beautiful. Yeah, this beautiful. is beautiful. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about it, even though she is, she's not important at all to the movie. She's but she has an interesting story. 15 seconds of screen time. The woman's name, her real name is Moana Pazzi. Cool and name. And she uh, was a porn star. And it, according to IMDb, she was a porn star first. According to Enzo, this was her first movie, and then she became a porn star. So there's, you know... Who knows? But the, what really made it interesting was not only was she a porn star, she was also the host of a kids show in Italy at the same time, which is Whoa. fucking weird. And there was some controversy to that. And she was also fucking the prime minister of Italy. What? And she mysteriously died, and nobody knows that she's really dead now. Wow. She does not have a grave. We just assume she's dead. She just disappeared. Yeah, and apparently she's like, a, even though she was a porn star, she's like beloved in Italy. But Mark Gregory's also gone. Maybe they ran off together. Dude, I'm thinking so. Uh, I mean, 
isn't that what uh, the, the those English prince and princess lady try to do by going to Canada? They just didn't do as well as Mark Gregory and uh, this Moana lady. Moana. Yeah. And speaking of which, you know, the Disney movie Moana, they had to change the name in Italy. Yeah? Yeah, because they didn't want to confuse people because she's so beloved in Italy. Damn, I I, I knew it was weird. I knew something That's was actually up. a true story. I'm not even joking about that. I, I believe you. And uh, so, so, yeah, it was. it's it's weird. It would remind me, you might have been the bright age for this. Because I got to thinking about the porn star that's doing a kid's show. Do you remember there was a show? Because you would have been like four or five when the show was on. It was called Shusha. No. It was like a hot Brazilian chick. It was a kid's show. Yeah. But she was like this hot Brazilian chick. And she would wear these crazy, like, Michael Jackson outfits. But right. they'd be sexy. Like, she'd be wearing, like, super short shorts and, like, that crazy, you know, military shit like Michael Jackson wore with the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that shit. Yeah. I remember what, I, was, I was an adult watching it because I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so insane. Like, uh-huh. only in Brazil. Why is it showing on American TV? She, I mean, she was speaking English. But it was like, what the fuck? And I, I, don't, I think she was in porn, too. Man, I I would believe it. I think the Simpsons made reference to her, and that's about as much as I know. I don't I don't yeah, remember well, her. Shusha, if you're out there, we miss you. I hope so, you're not dead. So, DeBlone and Trash actually have some heated words here. DeBlone is going to be paying uh, our man Trash for for the ammo, and he's pretty stoked on that. But Trash is trying to warn him, like you know, these DOS guys are getting a little more frisky. You know, they're they're starting to. Breach on some of our territory, and you know we might have to go out. You know, well, to war. you might have to. Trash doesn't give a fuck at all. He's he's given up on the Bronx Wars. I'm assuming his girlfriend died or something. Maybe, and he moved on. So he's like a lone wolf. He's Snake Plissken in this. He's, he's even got the leather jacket like Snake Plissken. Good point. And they're, they're kind of dressing him like Snake Plissken. He just he's just wearing green like fatigues. He doesn't have the cool winter camouflage. Not the winter, but he's yeah. got the sleeveless fucking black shirt and the leather. And he's just like, uh, oh, by the way, the, when when he when he arrives and there's that guy with the eye patch that like is trying to big little man, big little man, him, yeah, who's like testing him and like fucking trash, like get the fuck out of here, you fucking nerd. You know who that guy was? Who? He was in New Barbarians. He's the guy with the fucking mohawk. I knew it. I yeah. knew when you were like, there's a familiar face. I was like, it's that guy. There's more. Oh, but cool. yeah, he so he's one of the classic uh, Enzo cast members. So getting back to it, he said, DeBlown is like, he's like, he's not taking it seriously, some, seriously himself. He's like, we're the fucking gangs of Bronx. Anybody going to take our shit? We're too young. Corvette can't affect us. Just fuck off. We're going to be fine down here. Look at all the ramen noodles we have. And Trash is like, whatever. I don't give a fuck. So give me my money. Yeah. He doesn't want, he's like Han Solo. He doesn't want to get involved with this Rebel Alliance bullshit. Yep. So he just takes it. He's like, I'm going to go check out what my parents are doing yeah I, I i i thought i heard him arguing about pizza the other day so who knows how long this could go on right. let's get started on that pizza talk oh yeah. my dad oh and don't even talk about thin crust or thick crust yeah he threw me out of the house for that shit <laughs> dad, i actually had a chicago pizza one time i kicked out for a month all right <laughs> But so he comes home, and they're all, scavengers are already on the fucking Dude, house. Yeah, they're, they're like, we gotta get that trash poster. They've been keeping their <laughs> eyes on this shit. Well, I mean, that's got to be one of a kind. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's got an autograph. Of course, it's one of a kind. That's, yeah, that's to my true. parents. <laughs> keep my- it warm. <laughs> And ironically, they do keep the forms are cut on. They're set on fire. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so he just takes out the scavengers. One guy throws a fucking uh, switchblade. Goes ding, 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 hits the fucking uh, door frame. Yeah, and they shot. <laughs> but he takes him out pretty easily. 
and then we just see finally some growth from Mark Gregory because he just with his eyes, he's emoting the fuck out of this scene when he sees his parents who are just lightly scorched. They yeah. have a little bit of like little soot on their their faces. Yeah, just... They were set on fire, but they just got there's a little sooty. <laughs> And they, they laid them out for him, just nice, like right next to each other. That was nice of Das to do that. You know. Oh man! So he he first sees his dad, and he's like, "Dad, Papa, no!" And then he like, turns the he's corner. Like, Brooklyn Pizza is the best day. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I tell him that before he died? <laughs> so then he turns the corner, and he's looking for his mom now, to, and he's hoping that she's okay. And there she is, dead in the corner. Also slightly <laughs> charred, like a perfect marshmallow. Right. Oh. Like a shitty grilled hot dog. Like a shitty grilled hot dog. So let's cut to the real fucking villains of this movie. Murray, oh, no. Who is behind this garbage right here? Well, we got two scumbags. We got President Clark, we talked about earlier, played by Enzo Castellari's brother. Okay. And we have little Weasley uh, Smithers type guy, V.P. Hoffman. V.P. Hoffman. He reminded me of uh, Don Jr., Got that dark, slicked back hair, that cons, weaselly yeah. face. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he, they're they're laying out their gentrification plan to the fucking fake news. The fake I, news is eating it up. They dude, love it. This is when they were in like their boardroom too, right? right? They, they got they the that, that model. scale model, dude. That was probably a quarter of the budget. That thing was beautiful. <laughs> like, well, the, there's some scale model later on that even the director was like. Ugh. Oh, we'll, really? We'll get to, like, in the next scene we'll get to. Oh, okay. But, yeah, well, I don't know about the Bronx. That looked like some graham crackers. They had little holes, like, cut in them, and they were just, like, kind of put up next to each other. Ginger Red House? <laughs> yeah. But I love that it It was, like, they use it later as a reference to where trash is. They're like, he's going to be right here <laughs> under this abandoned bi- Yeah, they even have the tunnels, like, in the scale model. Yeah, it was Fucking fabulous. I loved it. Yeah, because New York's ready to become the way of the future. Because there hasn't been a nuclear war yet. This is just the decay of, of, of the country right now, where the 1% is just hoarding all the wealth. And, you know, they're building their their cities in the sky while we're living underground. Yeah, I mean, uh, the president and Hoffman. It reminded me a lot of what's going on with Detroit right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, they're the Illiches, <laughs> and they're buying up all the land and then doing nothing with it because the Illiches fuck and uh, what's his face? Quicken Loans guy. Oh, my God. God, uh, I want to say Mark Gregory. Uh, <laughs> and Gilbert. Gilbert. Yeah, uh, he, had, he had a stroke. Still fuck him. Yeah, we've we've got two bill- billionaires just fucking jerking off all over Detroit right now. It's awful. And they're laying out their plan. And like I said, the fake news is just eating it up. But they're like, what about those gangs in the Bronx? What about the gangs? Like, we'll get, we already sent out a DOS. We're not going to tell you what they'll stand for. <laughs> but the real Americans, we moved out. They've already, we've set them up in New Mexico. Everything's on board. Everything's up and up. And there's bravo, bravo. Like, oh, yeah. loving it. Fox News is there. Sean Hannity's, like, blowing Clark. And finally, we get that one fucking Weasley, like, NPR, super just, like, down the middle journalist who steps in and goes, oh, no, no. This is all fake news. This is all bullshit. This is garbage. <laughs> garbage. You're talking about Moon Gray? I'm talking Moon Gray. Yeah. Which is my favorite tea, by the way. Moon Gray? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, she's just, she's like, and he's like, I don't answer this fake news. That's a horrible question. You're a horrible journalist. And oh. that just shuts her down. Yeah. And everybody else there just applauds. And they're like, that was a terrible question, sir. That was awful. God awful. And she, and then they, 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 
go to leave. They're walking out, and Moon shows up, and she gets thrown out. Yeah. And then she's like, what about a Floyd Wangler? Oh, jeez. Floyd Wangler? Yeah. Uh, is this a name I'm going to hear throughout the movie? Yes. Well, yeah. IMDb says Wrangler, but no, they say Wangler. It's, they the pronounce that W so hard. <laughs> Wangler. Played by the great Henry Silva, who he's no stranger to Golden Globus Theater. Greg. Yeah, I was going to say, he looked familiar. He, I don't remember his name, but remember he was that great methed out character from sh- the most underrated episode we ever had, Sharky's Machine. Sharky's Machine, yes. And he is eating the scenery like a motherfucker in this movie, and I love it. Uh, so good. He is so good. I don't know. I still love the hammer from the last movie, yes. too. But he's doing a pretty good job. Dude, he's and so Enzo, good. And Enzo, the director, pointed out when he, he came in, he's like, he had two boxes, and he said, what do you want, the short toupee or the long hair toupee? <laughs> and, then, and then the guy who's, like, doing the thing with Enzo, he's like, that's a toupee? It's amazing. <laughs> he's like, really? He's like, yes, he's wearing a toupee. I couldn't tell. Yeah. I thought he had hair. <laughs> it's a good toupee. Yeah. And we Ooh. learned that Wangler don't fucking play. He fucking murders people. He does whatever the fuck he wants. And they're like, fake news, fake news, shut her down. Yeah. And they just get in their limo and take off. And so this is where we start to see uh, Floyd, or Wangler, and he's at his worst. Got his fucking leather jumpsuit with a little silver. Oh, would you say it's leather? No, I think they wanted it to look like leather, but it looked like like pleather or plastic. It looked like plastic because it's just shining light off of it. Yeah, I mean, he's got nice little silver uh, shoulder pads on it. Yeah. And he's just chilling, loving life. He's got like, he's like riding bitch. Uh, or not, I don't think they call it that <laughs> at, at, at a fucking paddy wagon or whatever they were driving around. UPS in. truck. UPS truck of yeah. death. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just got his feet up on the dash. And he's just like, let's go down there and torch some buildings. Yeah, they're getting ready to demolish the buildings, including the building Trash's family. And Trash himself is in right now. And then oh, that's right. one guy stops and goes, sir. There's one person in there. I don't know how they know. They have, like, predator vision where they can see, like, heat signatures. Like, I think that's what it was. But all the people are on fire. Wouldn't their heat signatures throw it off a little bit? <laughs> yeah. No. But he knows. He cares. He's the one person who cares. Yeah. And he's probably getting minimum wage. And probably. he's like, sir, there's, we cannot start demolition. And then, and then I love this fucking line. <laughs> Wangling goes, a pussy! <laughs> And it just shuts the guy down. He just calls him a pussy, and then he's just like, whatever you say, sir. And he starts hitting his buttons. And the worst, even the director point out, the worst scale models of all time just start blowing up. Oh, uh, okay. I wasn't watching the explosion. And they just closely. show him like, going down the road, and they're going up to, to, to Trash's house. And for some reason, they're getting blown to shit. But somehow, for some reason, they did, I guess they didn't place the right charges in Trash's because it slowly blows up. Yeah. So Trash has time to weasel his way out of all the debris, all the, like, wreck- wreckage everywhere. He man- uh, He's also, like, you know, a rat man. So, of course, he can. He's- he just survives. He's a cockroach yeah. of a human. And I don't mean that in a negative way. It's just right. he survives everything. Right. Uh, and we get our shot back to Wrangler, who is being grilled by the press. Apparently, they are not afraid of explosions at all because they're all up in Wrangler's grill. Excuse me, Wrangler's grill. And they're is hitting it the press or no, it's the president's and he's like talking to him. He's like, look, oh, you're right. The it's UN president. is on my fucking ass about this shit. Yeah. Human rights, blah, blah, blah. They're calling me the worst. I'm the worst. And Wrangler just steps in. It's like, you're not the worst. I'm the worst. 
and I love it. Oh God, this man. We don't have evil enough villains. No, we don't. Anywhere. No, because you know why? Because we have to like explain people. There's some people out there who are just fucking evil. There's there's such thing as psychopaths and sociopaths out there. And not everyone had a bad childhood. Some people are just shit. I think there's more to this story, but I uh, I had a place that I rented in Denver. I can't go there anymore because we're going to be quarantined. The show I was going well, there. Well, we're going to go to New Mexico. They're going to. Yeah. They offer, you know, <laughs> the, the show I was going to go to is canceled. So I asked the guy for a refund. Mm-hmm. It's like 300 bucks, And he denied it. Can you legally do that? Apparently, I mean, I'm sure he can say that, but so I, do I'm that. gonna I'm gonna have to look into it. It's part of Airbnb's you know contractual stuff, but I gotta look further into it. And it's just like you can't be cool about this. Like you're no. gonna just take however much money from me for. Yeah, I mean this this whole thing's just a fucked up situation. I can see from both sides. I mean, I think he should give you it yeah. back, but you probably like. Planned, already spent that money. You that, know, yeah, but. like I'm trying not to freak out because it's like I really don't know his side of the transaction. So, right. or he's just a piece of shit. Who knows? It's, it's just annoying. I mean, he probably wouldn't give you a birthday cake either. Yeah, that's this could be. So, true. by the way, for those keeping score, I still haven't had a birthday cake. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Go listen to last week's Samurai Cop episode. <laughs> Shame on you if you haven't. So anyway, so yeah. Um, we cut back. They're still cleaning up the streets. Das is in effect. They're just slowly driving down the streets. They got the flamethrowers. They got that UPS van slowly going down. Yeah. We see the homeless who refuse to leave. This is our home. This is our pizza. <laughs> and they just walk up on them. They're like, we'll just set you on fire. We don't care. And they see one guy who's just sleeping with like a blanket over him. They're like, hey, asshole, get up. Oh yeah, and there's there all the all the other gang members hanging well, out I think there too. Just, I think there's hobos. They were just hobos. They, a lot of them had guns though. Well, that's not enough for. A, you got a gun? I got a flamethrower. Yeah. And so he whips off that blanket. It's a boy trash. And he decides to use just one shot. That's all he needs. And he shoots one of the guys in the face. But there's like eight other guys there, and trash just kind of like scurries out of you know into the background of this fight. So all the other hobo dudes who also had guns. Hey, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Bootstraps. Well, they don't seem to know how guns work, so they just stand there and get flamethrown and get shot in the face, and it, it's wreck. It's a wreckage. Murder everywhere. But not for trash. Yeah. He, he gets away. Yeah, he slips away. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Well, that's going on. We come back to our girl, Moon, and her photographer, Jay. And they're in the, they're in the area, and they're like, "We got to get photos. We have to show what's going on." Jay's we- a little freaked out. He's the photographer. He's like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on in these underground tunnels." And Moon, she's like, "I'm from the Bronx. Do you hear my accent? <laughs> it's so good." And we get another classic Castellari scene where this was. By the way, all of this movie was filmed in Rome, except for the scenes where you obviously see the New York skyline. Okay. So, like, they did, like, some things to make you, like, make it look like it, but this was in a abandoned Sparks factory where this movie was filmed. Beautiful. And there's that scene where it's like we see them above, and then they go down a oh, hole. Oh, and the camera's and like... Yeah, which he reused. He used that in the last movie. He loved that kind of cut. I like that cut. I really do like that And cut. they go down there because they're looking for trash, I'm assuming, because he's the folk hero. It might have been trash, but I think they were also just looking they're to looking, get... They're getting evidence, yeah. Yeah, exactly. More evidence. And uh, it just happens they luck into another trap that uh, Trash is setting up with another set of, you know... Well, no, not, not only is Trash setting up a plan, I guess Wangler had a plan because he strapped bombs to hobos. 
Yeah. So <laughs> so another paddy wagon goes down the middle. Or excuse me, uh, UPS truck. It's just slowly going on. Like God, this guy has to suck to be uh, uh, part of the DOS, right? Because you're slowly walking down these roads, and you got all these trash men <laughs> trapping you and fucking blowing your brains out and shit. And you're just walking down well, a road. And your boss is like. It's not helping by throwing bombs on hobos. Also, what's the point of the wagon? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Snacks? I don't know. So, so yeah, Trash has Maybe like, they're picking the bodies up and throwing them in there. I don't know. Trash has guys like up on second floor scaffolding and everything. And so they have so much advantage in this fight. They fucking wreck the DOS crew. But then they go down to the ground to like claim some loot or something. And next thing you know... There's hobos there, and the hobos have bombs on them. And <laughs> yeah, the hobos are tied up with bombs strapped to them. I guess Trash was like, hey, oh, you got to get out of here. That's right. They were marching people down the street. They were prisoners. Okay. And so they went down to the street level to free the prisoners. And the one guy's like, <laughs> no, don't get any closer. I've got the bomb. He's like a French guy? Yeah, I don't know why. He must I be would... Cajun because he's a black guy. <laughs> and... Boom! We see this beautiful uh, mannequin blow up. (laughs) And then we get a nice shot of like a Dosk mannequin with a fucking hobo mannequin looking at each other. And they (laughs) blow up. And it's so obviously mannequins. We get get Moon Gray and her photographer. They're just taking all kinds of shots of this. They're like, oh my god, did you see that hobo explode? (laughs) Look at that mannequin. It almost (laughs) looks real. That must be a fucking fifth level ninja. I guess guess Moon just fucks off somewhere because Jay is so engrossed in taking pictures. He doesn't notice. There's a flamethrower guy right behind him. Oh, yeah. He turns around and he gets a little scorched. He gets a little charred. Just a little charred. His camera gets completely charred, but his face, just a little. So Moon, uh, I believe we follow. Oh, Trash is like weeding in and out of this abandoned building. And he's trying to take cover because all of his crew are getting blown up by the hobo bombs. Wrangler, you know, Wangler really pulled one on him. So he ducks into this building, and then Moon ducks into this building, and then do they bump into each other? Eh, why not, yeah. Because uh, the DOS start to slowly come into uh, the building where they are, and we're thinking they're going to get fucked, but somehow... Moon they, they and go down that that, that hole that we the, I, that they shot. do a TMNT. They find a sewer that just yeah. happens to be there, and they escape into the ooze. And you know, next thing you know, we're are, did we go straight underground or do we go? No, I think we, I think we go back to Wangler, and he is like looking at that beautiful scale model, and he's like laying it out for Clark. He's like trash right there, right where that graham That's cracker right, is, right there. And he's like, I know it. They got those tunnels, and I know this is this is the scale. This is you know one twelfth <laughs> scale, right there. That's where it'll be. And he's like, whatever, do what you got to do. Uh, so we go back to Deblone. Yeah, that's right. Deblone is just like, we got it covered. They're not gonna come here. The docks know to stay away from the sewers. It's, this ain't the docks. Oh, yeah, this, this ain't the, the docks. The tunnels. Exactly. And then. Mona, Mona Paz, he yep. shows up and goes, hey, I just killed a fucking DOS guy. Yeah. They're coming. They're they're, they're starting to get braver. And while that's going on, I love the uh, trash. He's just chilling, eating some soup. He doesn't Dude, fucking care at all. Again, I, I brought it up earlier. They have that ramen supply. And when you're there, <laughs> it's like you're going to feast on hey, those fucking carbs. Yeah, and it's like, you know, don't you can't turn down a free meal because you never know when your next is going to be there. So he's just being smart. 
And Dablones is like, that ain't going to do shit. Fuck yeah, them. We can't go to war with these guys. I mean, it's just going to end in a massacre. There's going to be blood everywhere. So we need a better idea than to just go to war. And then Moon's like, I got the perfect idea. We kidnap President Clark. What? They have to listen to our demands if we have Clark. And then Dablon goes, that's so crazy. It's got to work. But who would lead us underground and... Pick up the president. Who could Did do she that? Know? Did she know him? Or she brought it okay. up. Okay. She's like, I know one guy. She reported on it, probably. The master bank robber. Remember that bank robbery at the First National Bank? Mm. We all know that. How could I forget? It was the greatest bank robbery of all time. We need the guy who did that. We need strike. Strike. And then uh, I think Trash perks up. I think I know that guy. I know where he lives. And so they're like, all right, well, you guys go get strike then. So we're going to cut back to our vi- or our President Clark. He's in his office. They pointed out even in the uh, the commentary. Con- he's like the president's corporation's tiny little desk. It's a pathetic looking office. I didn't even notice, yeah. And he's just like, he's talking to VP Smithers, and he's just like, ugh, I got to go to the fucking groundbreaking for this fucking children's hospital we're doing on East Island. And he's just like, oh, I don't want to do it, but I got to fucking the press will be there. <sighs> so we're setting up. This is where they're going. This is the perfect place. And Moon knows about this. Cause she's part of the press. That's right. She knows that's where they're going to be. Uh, but, you know, VP Smithers doing his job. He's like, look, sir, that Chicago pizza place you like is right around the block. I'll pick you up a nice slice or two. It's not even how you eat that shit. Sorry. Chicago pizza is garbage. What kind of pizza? Chicago pizza. Oh. That's why villains eat it. Once in a blue moon, I'll have a Chicago piece. Every three or four years, I'll have. I mean, because one piece is enough for like a year. So, you know, it's just like, it fills you up. It's just so weird. It's such a Uh, weird. It's a casserole. It's not a piece. Yeah. It's such a weird not. I I like casseroles. I'm all right with it. (laughs) So, so yeah. so We go back to Trash and Moon. They're looking for the secret hideout. Littered with tripwires everywhere. Everywhere. And then, as they're just about to. Hit a tripwire, I'm assuming. Yeah. Little kid pops out from the ceiling. Yeah. Hanging upside down with a gun. Oh, that's right. And then... Long dog dong moment. And then he he fucking calls... He straight up calls uh, Trash a fag. Yeah, he does. like, hey, fag, what the fuck's up with you? Man, Strike, what have you been teaching Totally emasculate. This is the 80s. You could say it back then. It's true. And he totally emasculates Trash. He's like, I ain't no fag. And uh, he's like, where's your pops? We're looking for him. And he goes... He does this many times, and I, I want Griff to get a gif of this. The kid makes a fist, and then as he opens his hand, he goes, pow. Yeah, it's, it's like ja- It's like jazz hands. It is. Goes, pow. It's his very own jazz hands. So he's like, hey, watch that tripwire. Pow. <laughs> he does like 50 times because there's 50 tripwires everywhere. But he eventually gets his dad, he gets Trash and Moon to his dad. And Griff, did you recognize who Strike is? No. First of all, he's hiding in this little fort he made, like yeah. in his house. He's like a, it's like a, it's like a confession a, booth. It's like, no, it's like a, uh, like a, a couch cushion fort he made. Oh, okay. And he's hiding in there, Griff. Last time you saw this guy, he oh, was being geez. butt raped in New Barbarians. No, it's him. That's Scorpion. That's Scorpion. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh, from New Barbarians. No wonder why he's hiding. In Timothy the- Brent. In a, a, a couch fort because he's probably Who, regressed into his childhood after and that. And a little trivia, 
uh, Junior, as he's called, the boy. Yeah. That's his real life son. That's his real life son? Yeah. Got him some work? Mm-hmm. That's great. So, of course, they found strikes. So, they got to, you know, they got to work out this deal with him. They're like, look, you know, we got to save the Bronx. We got to capture the president of well, GC first, Corp. Before they even talk, and I want to point out, even though this is in the future, it's set in the past because our man Strike immediately grabs Moon by the pussy. Oh, my God. How did I forget this seed? <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck this seed. Because he ho- fucks the holy hell out of her. He just grabs her and starts making out she, with her. And she's going along I with I know. Her. I was kind of like, maybe they have a relationship. Like, I don't know about yeah. Maybe that's her kid. I don't know. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. I was like, wait, these people know it. She was the one who said, we need to get strike. So maybe they do have a history. Maybe... One time, he snuck underground into her apartment or something, and she was like, this is the most romantic thing ever, and was into it, right. and they had a candlelit dinner, maybe a nice pizza casserole. And he made her some fried chicken. Made her a fried Went chicken. Went over in the, in the Neighbor's yard, yard, killed the chicken. Killed the chicken, chopped yeah. its head off, yeah. fried it, serving it to And strikes like, I got everything I need here. I What's got my tripwires. I don't need shit. And then fucking trash just lays it out there. Yeah, but what are you going to do to sit here and play, scratch your balls? I like scratching my balls. He's like, huh, I like scratching my balls. <laughs> and he thought about it for a minute. And then he's like, yeah, what's in it for me? Why should I be helping you? Why could be scratching my balls? Oh, well, I mean, do you want to let gentrification take over the Bronx? How are you going to crawl around in your tunnels? They're going to take over the tunnels if you're here. They're going to build, like, an underground uh, rollerblade This is going to be a fucking hot yoga studio you're living in right now. Hot yoga studio. And he can't have that. He's like, shit, I'd rather have the fucking gangs take over again. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's like, I like those jazz. Is that jazz gang still around? (laughs) I like them. The hands and the... At least these gangs have honor. God, I hear they have an up-and-comer in their gang right now. His name's, like, Kenny O... O Kenny O... uh, A Plaga or something? Kenny O-Face. Kenny O-Face, yeah. And, uh... He's like, all right, I'm in. Me and Junior are in. Let's do this. So, but, but then, uh, why does Trash try to punch Strike? Because he does. Well, Trash hits, uh, uh, um, or Strike hits Trash with a little smack talk. And so Trash's like, yeah, you won't say that to my fist. And so he swings and punches, uh, you know, throws a punch at Strike. But Strike is so fast. He's been they call, working. Well, they call him Strike for a reason. He's been working on those nine powers of the ninjas or something. Right. Maybe that's what he's doing in the fort is working on his hands, hand gestures. Yeah. So he fucking calm his water, catches Trash's arm, and, like, gets him in a fucking headlock, and it, it's beautiful. Gives him a noogie. He's like, yeah. you goofy kid. Kisses you. him on the forehead, and then Trash gets up, you motherfucker! <laughs> and then he just has to smile because he's like, you. <laughs> and then we see uh, we see the reaction shot of Moon go, ooh. <laughs> And so they're in, people, and they're headed straight for East Island, the same place Mr. Clark's going to be at, President Clark. But while they're doing that, on the way, Junior, he loves his traps. Yep. So he's just setting them everywhere. Setting bombs up everywhere. He's he, he, there's like a he's got like a battery hooked up to a couple you know electric nodes. Yeah, he's, he's got car battery and there's this is, I, I'm assuming this, they're they're wanting you to believe this is a subway track, yeah. but it's just like a little trolley it's, track. It's like maybe it's like in a mine, like you'd have those little yeah mine exactly. Things. It's like it's like the tracks are maybe a foot apart, like they're barely yeah. And so while he's doing that, they're like, all right, kid, you stay down here. We're going to go up and kidnap President Clark. Smart. Leave your kid behind. And the kid immediately goes in his backpack and pulls out a comic book and some cigarettes. And he's just like, fuck, yeah. He looks at the camera and goes, 
Poo. And so we see the press conference, the fucking mayor in New York, or the governor of New York, he gets, to do, he gets a little pickaxe and he gets to do a little photo op where he taps yeah. on the building they're going to destroy to make way for the children's hospital. Fucking the mayor, uh, I mean, President Clark is like, oh, I can get the fuck out of here. And he just he he kind of just leans up against this uh, abandoned building. We see our boy Trash just pop up, mm. and then he's like, "We need a distraction." Yeah. So Moon's like, "I got the cover. I, I know exactly what to do here." And this this is a I you know what, Murray? I gave this uh, movie a little too much slap, or uh, I was giving this movie some crap when you got here. Now that we're going through it, I kind of love this movie. It is great. It is kind of wonderful. <laughs> so this distraction. Moon Moon knows exactly what to do. She howls at the moon. She gets out there. Bark at the moon. Bark at the moon. She's fucking fake news. Uh, what happened to Wangler? Where's Wang- Wangler who killed another 45 dudes the She's other day? She's like, jet fuel couldn't burn oh us you know, <laughs> inside of a building. Oh, She's throwing boy. out all her 9-11 conspiracies, but, and which is weird because Seth Rich. this Seth movie Rich. is taking place in the future of 1992, I'm assuming, because Bronx Wars is 1990. Okay. But so the, the, so even though we're in the future, 9-11 hasn't happened yet. But she still knows about it. So, uh, of course, what you do to handle this situation, by the way, camera's here, press is here. I want to point out before we get into what you're going to say. There's a scene where we see the cops checking in with each other. They're literally five feet apart from each other. Like, squad A checking in, and then they pan over, and like five feet, <laughs> squad B checking in, and then pan over five feet, squad C checking in. It's like, what? They, they've got the perimeter, like... One degree of the perimeter totally marked out. Oh, my God. But, yeah. So, okay. Go back to Moon. Okay. So, Moon, cry, she's barking in the moon, as you said. And, you know, the how how are the police going to handle this? I think it's vi- the vice president? Or was there the actual head of police? I think someone there? felt threatened is all I know. All I know is somebody felt threatened. You are right about and that. And they stood their ground like a real American, and they shot Moon. They shot right Moon. Right in the heart. And then a cop walks nonchalantly by and drops his gun. She's got a gun! And, like, touches it with her hand, like, cover it with her fingerprints. And then uh, they're just like, oh, my God, this crazy press woman, 9-11 truther. She was yelling about Obama's birth certificate, guys. She's all like, what about chemtrails? Chemtrails. And while that's so, everyone's eyes are on her, which is perfect moment for fucking trash. Yeah, and the president's freaked the fuck out, so then he backs up against that wall, and we knew pe- trash was peeping <laughs> out of that wall, so he peeps over he again. Pushes away a two by four, yoink, Ooh. grabs the president, and takes off. While that's going on, I think Strike is just shooting people and having a good old time. Yeah, tr- tr- uh, Strike is like on the on, on the other side of the whole press mob, and so it's perf it's perfect. You couldn't have set this up any better. Worked out perfectly. Trash is getting away in the opposite direction. Strikes get, getting all the attention from the other way. It's a great plan they got and going they, on here. They take the president down to the tunnels. So they're cutting away. I guess Wangler finally he gets the news of this, and he's just like, "I'm going to kill every motherfucker in those tunnels." Excuse me, I belched. And so, and it was, it was a beautiful shot. I don't know what was in front of it. You notice they like they pan. There's like these. It's like black, and there's little cutouts, and they would hit Wangler, and then they would move to a next cutout, and they would hit Wangler as he was saying his lines. It was a very artistic shot. Oh, I didn't notice that yeah. one. Yeah. And uh, so, a buddy, uh, Trash Strike, and Junior, they got 
they got the president, and they're getting ready to take him back to Dublin. But we got the fucking Das. They're they're going down chasing him. They're setting off all kinds of traps. Oh, of course. We know there's traps everywhere. Boom. We got uh, the guy st- step on the fucking rails and get electrocuted. There's like 45 dead people on the rails by the end of this. Like, it's, it's, Enzo, like it's like Walking Dead or something. They, they're zombies. They can't tell. Yeah, Enzo was like so excited about this trap. So he has like two people walk in, die. Then like Trash does something. Then they cut back to the rails. You see the two dead bodies. Two more people walk up, die on the rails. Four bo- He does that until there's like at least 16 bodies there. It's, it's amazing. And we got the president. I'll suck your dick. I'll do anything you want. Just don't kill me. Yeah, trash. Trash takes a moment to like speak with the president and be like, "What's your deal? We're gonna take you away and we're gonna fucking do stuff. We're gonna fucking ceremoniously butt rape you like new new barbarians." <laughs> and he's like, uh, "You know, it was like, it was like well, that sounds cool, but no." He's like, "You're gentrifying our neighborhood. He's you're like, making her. You're fucking fixing the broken windows and all that shit." Ah. Uh. And of course, taking down all the trash posters that are everywhere. The president's like, oh, no, it's not me. It's the governor. The governor's doing it. My vice president, Hoffman's doing it. And you know this Wangler guy's doing it, too. It's not me, Dookie. Nice nice no-holds-barred callback there. (laughs) So the president... Did he shit his pants? <laughs> he did. Okay. And, but uh, this buys enough time for a couple more of those DOS guards to step in, and they fire at trash, so the president squirms away, and he's running around for a little while. doesn't matter, because trash easily handles the two DOS guards. Then he runs into another alley where he finds, you know, a strike. He's like, hey, the president got away. So the president runs into some DOS guards, and he's like, oh, my God. Thank God you guys are here. Trash and Strike are somewhere down here, and they are after us. And then you see Trash pop up and kill two of the guards. Then the other two guards are on high alert. Trash comes in from above and shoots the other two. And then they got the president again. Yeah, just some, something to kill time. It's a, yeah, exactly. And, exactly. And it shows them more people die. And then we get... Did you notice how ridiculous this scene is? They just wanted it because it looked cool. We get our heroes rappelling down this rope. Meanwhile... There is a staircase right next to the rebellion they could have walked down. Dude. That the Dallas guys do walk down. They commonly walk down. Yeah. While we see everybody slowly rappel down. Of course, Junior had the staircase booby-trapped. Maybe that's why they didn't. Ah. Now I'm the idiot. And, uh, yeah, and then uh, Strike, he shoots one shot, shoots the rope down, and they're like, well, we're home free. Let's take him back to the Blong. Wangler, he's getting he's getting heat from the fucking VP. He's like, you do your fucking job. Where the fuck are these gangs? He's still enjoying life. Yeah, he's sitting in that fucking UPS truck, feet up, feet up. You just see his fuck. You just see a close up of his face and this huge smile just lights up his face. And we're like, <sighs> what the hell? Do they have trash his head? What do they have? Nice cup of coffee. You, he's been waiting for that coffee all day. <laughs> he's, he's thinking about it for the past hour. He's been blowing up buildings. He's lighting people on fire. And he's like, call all people pussy. <laughs> all of that is wonderful. But you know what? It's just like a smoker. When you wake up, you got to have yeah, that you, first puff. You need that. And what's his fix? Coffee. Or I should say, coffee. <laughs> and he takes a nice big swig of it. <laughs> No sugar! God damn it! 
makes me crazy. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, shit. What the fuck? <laughs> and that's, that's the end of the scene. It was such a beautiful scene. That's what we call the reverse of uh, fucking, oh, my God, Agent Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I got to believe that was all ad lib, but it was brilliant. It's it was a, just. The twinkle in his eye when he's saying that, too, like the rate. I felt it, and I love it. So, God, just. How do movies not have anything like this nowadays? Like, I I feel so disconnected. They're too busy playing it safe with all those focus groups and all that shit. I feel so disconnected. I will say, and we've talked about this briefly, um, I did watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, finally. Finally, yeah. Why people gave a shit about the Bruce Lee scene is beyond me. people are assholes, that's why. But what a great way of just telling such a weird movie tale. Like, that movie was just all over the place, and it's just, it's wonderful. Right. I loved it. I bet you... Well, that's because twin Dan, Quentin Tarantino's fan of these movies that we do. So yeah. he gets it. So clearly Danzig has a little bit more work to do in order to get his movie straightened up. I'm willing to cut him some slack. Well, when his next movie comes out, oh, yeah. The Vampire Western, we'll do that. Oh, no. It, I'm, I'm so on board. I'm ready for it. So we cut back to VP Hoffman. He's chilling. He's like in fucking Clark's chair. He's like, I like the feel of this. This is this feels right. He's looking at that scale model. He's like, it could be a lot better if he listened to my advice. VP Hoffman City. That has a nice ring to it. Yeah. And it was funny. He's, he's, he's fantasizing, but still calling himself vice president. But, yeah, you know, yeah. baby steps. And then he's like, how, how about we just let Clark die and we blame it on the gangs? So he's just setting up this coup where he's just like, He's gonna talk to Wangler. Take care of fucking. Yeah. Take care of Clark. You know what I mean. Yeah. And so he's just getting everything in place. He's like, Secretary, call the call the press. Our uh, President Clark's been kidnapped by a gang. Setting it all up. So we go back to Wangler, and he's on the streets, of course. And we know that the gang. Basically, we know that Trash and Strike, or at least Wangler knows that Trash and Strike are gonna try to get back to the Bronx, where all the gangs are waiting. And once they get back to those gangs, they have all the leverage. So we got to choke them off before then. And we have one last choke point. So Wangler's not even sweating. He's like... He's playing 4D chess. He's man. playing 4D chess. And he, he's just waiting for his moment to strike. He knows how to break a neck. So Trash brings the, uh, uh, the president back to the blonde. Everyone's ready to kill him. And just as they're about to, Moana Posse shows up and goes, Hey! Fucking Das, they're coming. They found our fucking tunnels. Oh, shit. Cut up to fucking Wangler again with the vice president. Vice president came in with his Porsche. He's his, the Dude. company car. Dude. And he's just like, you know what to do, don't you? And he's like, don't worry. We got that choke point. Yeah. It's the only place they can. We got all the other exits blocked off. They got to come out here. And we have this gas. First thing it does is paralyze, even though it never paralyzes anybody. No. But no, we're going to put this gas emitted into the tunnels. They're going to come out like fucking cockroaches, and we're going to de-infestation and annihilate. Oh, yes. So So. we see that gas, and we see our guys. (coughs) So they slowly run through those tunnels to get out. And as that happens, that fucking weasel, the the president, slips away again from trash. Again. And apparently the president knows these tunnels like the back of his hand. Well, he, he, ba- he probably built the scale model. That's good. <laughs> he just studies. He role plays in them all the time. He's got his little D&D crew. He gets together. and He's like, all right, guys, I'm trash. 
That's his thing. He wants to be trash so bad. Who wouldn't want to be trash? He's constantly role playing his trash. I'm glad I figured this out. He's the president made it to where he is because he made his own role playing of Bronx warrior characters. This is great. So, so this is the last half hour, one long fight scene. Yeah, just people running around shooting. We like we're we're at hour and eleven mark, and that's even giving <laughs> us a lot of padding here. Uh yeah, and we got thirty minutes in the movie. We got about one and a half paragraph left of notes <laughs> right. because the end is just murder. So, so president yeah. emerges. Sorry, <laughs> we're Go so ahead. excited. President emerges, and of course, the first thing he does is you know spot some of the DOS crew, and he's just like, "Oh, here I am, the president. Your president, save me." I don't know why this voice comes out of me sometimes. <laughs> no, I, I just I want to do a different voice. But and they're like, "Sir, we got the president. Everything's a go." While while Angler is there, VP Hoffman's hearing it, overhearing it, and he's like, "You know what to do." And he's like, "Of course, plausible deniability." Let's just say Clark was already dead, and Ooh. all this all this gas shit is reprisal. That's oh, what we'll tell the press. Man. Sean Hannity's already got it all sent to him. He's ready to tell the world. Yeah, fucking Hannity. So, uh, Wangler, he's just, every, like, keep in mind, there's this shooting going on and off, everybody's shooting each other. Wangler runs into the president. I love this, how he just eludes bullets. He just walks right there. He's like a ghost of war. Right. Does Nothing just, touches him. He just, when you love what you're doing, it's not work. Yeah. And he's just, and the president's like, thank you, finally, I'm out of here. And then he sees this, like, fucking shit-eating grin on Wangler. <laughs> and Wangler just pulls out his will D. Oh, of course, he and had a just wheelie. fucking fills the present full of lead, and it's every great Italian movie. He goes, bastard! bastard, bastard. That must be like the worst thing you could say to an Italian it, because it has to be. they love. That's the fucking swear word they love. Bastard, and he fucking dies. So this is where I thought we were going to have uh, Wangler really start to fuck people up because I thought right. he went into the tunnels and was Apparently like. Apparently, he only worked on this movie for like two days because he doesn't do much. That makes sense. <laughs> but so it looks like he walks into the tunnels, but we actually get a shot of him like a minute later. What I love is he all his filming scenes were in Italy. He was like, fuck, I'm not going to stay in America. I'm going to get a free trip to Italy. So, oh, so okay. he was in Italy. So he after he gets the murder, he just goes back like. Immediately Goes back to, the to the UPS the truck, yeah. drinking that coffee. He's like, "Yeah, no sugar, it's great." Finally, Love black it. coffee, fucking a. But he reports back to the uh, VP, VP Hoffman, and Hoffman is just so thrilled. He's like, "All right, I'm out of here." The, again, the streets are like in ruin. <laughs> he's got this perfect red, candy red Porsche, <laughs> and he starts it up. He's like, "Bye, guys!" And he's just chumming along down the he's road. Got fucking, Life is a highway <laughs> plane. We see like five characters that we have kind of you know got to know along the way pop out and they're shooting at the Porsche fucking and shit. Fucking Junior's hawking grenades Yeah, that's it. right. Junior was. He was like pulling grenades out of his underwear, <laughs> out of like his shirt pockets, coat pockets, hat. It was pow, great. Pow. But uh, ultimately, the Porsche is just, he's not even trying. He's just driving straight and they're missing <laughs> right him. Right into a fucking battlefield. Yeah. He's just like, whatever. <laughs> Life is a highway. But uh, what do you remember what ultimately got him? I think, the, like you said, and the strike just shoots him or something. He, he Somebody throws like a grenade at the car, and we get a nice little like matchbox car, like get blown up. Yeah. So Hoffman's dead too, I guess. <laughs> yes, he is. Dead. I was confused. I was like, yeah. "Oh, he walks away." No, he does. No. 
Uh, <sighs> so this like like, you, like it, Griff's notes say it perfectly. More random killings because <laughs> that's all it is. We got the blown. There's some great shots though. We get no. that nice like they got the windows and you see a guy just walking with a flamethrower along the window. Yeah, yeah. And DeBlone is shooting shit. Fucking um, Moana Pazzi gets shot in the back. Yeah. And then we, this is where I think we learned they're a couple because DeBlone's kind of upset about it. And he looks back and then he turns around and Wangler's standing there with that shit-eating grin. Fucking Wangler, man. And just fucking fills DeBlone full of lead. Oh. So after uh, uh, Wangler gets uh, another big kill, because those are the biggest kills. You're right. killing leaders, man. Right. Oh, so Wangler back. Does not kill jazz hands. Jazzler's still alive. Jazzler, I love Jazzler. So uh, Wangler, you know, runs away. Apparently, he's going to go back and another cup of coffee at the wagon. Maybe that's all the wagon's (laughs) carrying is just coffee. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, nobody's getting my coffee. So he just jumps in the car and just starts driving, running over bodies. Good guys and bad guys. Oh my god! It's the same road that the Porsche was driving down. He's going. At the Porsche, basically. Now, uh, now I want to. We we set it up, and I hope you notice this. Uh, uh, Trash has his Wildy, the most powerful handgun in the world, of course. So I guess we're assuming that Wango's going to get away. I don't know what the fuck he's doing, but our boy Trash pulls out that Wildy, shoots it. Keep in mind, he's got that fucking UPS uh, truck. Yeah, a van blows up. <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah, I didn't was, notice. They blow up a van. It was probably the van that got blown up earlier from a diff shot from a different angle. I, I bet it was. I like how this fight goes down, though. It's almost like the old Western cowboy fights because Wrangler jo- jumps into the truck and starts driving. Trash, like 40 feet ahead, jumps to the middle of the road and points the wheelie at him and starts shooting. Apparently, the front of the truck, uh, the, the, the UPS wagon, is impenetrable. Yeah. And in fact, trash gets shot like in the arm or you know in the shoulder yeah. of his non-shooting arm. But uh, so Wangler nearly hits him, but of course, trash has the agility of a cheetah. So he jumps out of the way, does a nice little barrel roll, and then points Willie and blows up a van that happens to also contain Wangler because the space and time is different in Italy. Right. And so. I guess once you kill the main bad guy, the fight's over. So everyone just walks away, I guess. Again, didn't know that that killed him. I was like, <laughs> and he gets out, and they have a fight? No. Like This guy, first of all, uh, Wangler is probably seven years old at this time. You always give shit about fucking Bronson shouldn't be fighting. I don't think we're going to have like a 22-year-old beat the shit out of a 50-year-old <laughs> man. So Well, even... Even, even though uh, <laughs> Steven Seagal doesn't have a problem with it, because he... In the very first Seagal movie, Henry Silva is the villain, and that's the very first arm snap you ever see by oh, Steven Seagal. But I, you could have had something akin to Red Heat, where there's the huge accident. Oh, don't remind a, me of that fucking awful. And then they get out and Red have Heat. a horrible, yeah, gunfight. That, that was awful. Yeah. And this isn't awful, because we were left. Junior and Strike survived, and they're ready to just, I guess we're going to go back to the tunnels. Yeah. Back to the shadow. And then, then fucking uh, Junior's like, Trash, come with us, man. And then he, and he's like, Trash is like, uh, no, I don't think so. No, it's, it's too much sausage to this party. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a ladies. Even he called me a fag. I'm a ladies man, and I'm not gonna be hanging out with you guys. Yeah, I'm out of here. And then the kid gives one last pow, and then a little white power like okay sign. Yeah, and they walk off and they go their separate ways. And this movie goes to separate. Man, ways. everyone who gets close to every woman who gets close to trash dies. 
Right. That's why he's haunted. Even his mom. Yeah, that's a good point. He's a haunted guy. That's why he barely speaks. When he does, it's about scratching balls. (laughs) (laughs) So, wow. I hope that prepared you guys for the hellscape that's that's a coming. Because that sounds like... That might be our last episode for a while. I don't know. We have no idea. I mean, we'll obviously try to get together. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've noticed that I nobody takes cash anymore now. So, Really? Yeah. I went to a gas station. They're like, we're not, we're not taking cash. Oh, shit. Yeah, it sucks for me. And uh, But anyway, I hope it doesn't suck for us. I hope things, things are going to work out. Yeah. We're going to get through this, people. Even with an idiot for a president, we're going to get through this. <laughs> and we're going to be back. And like like Griff said, if there is no shutdown, we'll, you know, we'll do another episode. And fuck it. If we're going to, let's just say, let's, let's be positive, Griff. We're going to do another episode. Yeah. And the episode we're going to do is a movie you discovered. Yeah. Uh, a 90s action movie, right? Oh, yeah. 91, maybe. 91, starring a guy I'm not familiar with. Never I, heard of the You guys dude. might be Olivier Gruner, I think yeah. is his name. A little movie called Angel Town. We, let, let me tell what Angel Town's about. Give him a short little... Oh, my little... God. I had no idea what was going on here. The other day, Murray suggested a movie for me. This is like two weeks ago. And I typed it in to the old IMDb. Let's say it was Guardians of the Galaxy... And for whatever reason, IMDb took that information and gave me Angel Town. And I shit you not, I searched for something completely different. That the bad easily... movie gods just sent that to you. Yeah, and it gave me Angel Town. And so I actually had my buddy Dave over. And so I was like, what the fuck? Why is it giving me this movie? And then I was like, actually, this movie sounds amazing. And it's on Prime Video. So I put it on right then. And I believe it's also on Tubi for free if you guys want to check it yeah. out. If you're a Prime member, you can watch it for free. Tubi, potentially also for free. Yeah, not much longer, probably, now that Fox bought Tubi. Yeah. And all these great movies that we like will be taken off, and it'll just be the same shit that's fucking, you know, yeah. Jennifer Aniston movies. So th- this movie is about a French karate master who is living in France. He's about 45. He wants to finish his education in America. He wants greatest, to get like a yeah, postgrad. The greatest ed- education system in the world. So it's him getting accepted uh, for you know some kind of you know grad thing over in California. And he's like, "This is exactly what I wanted. I got to go to America." So he hops a plane. He comes over here. There's no rooms to rent in the college town, so he has to go on the wrong side of the tracks, where there's all these gangs. And so he's gonna go over to the ganglands. And he's going to tutor a young boy. He's going to clean the streets up. He's going to clean he's the gonna streets. He's going to gentrify the right way. He's going to gentrify. Actually, he doesn't gentrify it at all. Oh. He, he, he keeps it a piece of shit, but, you know. Well, right, the right way. Yeah. I mean, that's what they, they want it to be. Shit. All, all he does is teach the gangs about respect. So, you got that to look forward to next week, which is like two weeks for us because we're yeah. so ahead of time. We've never been. Usually, it's like literally. Uploaded an hour after we did it, but we've got we have nothing to do, obviously. So we're yeah. I mean, so who knows? Either you're not going to get a new episode for a while, or you're going to get a million because we're going to be so bored out of our fucking minds with nothing to do. Yes, <laughs> I can't even spend my money that I have now. That we'll do that. So see you next week, or if not, go listen to the 100 episodes we have. <laughs> 
listen to it. I'm think I even might listen to some of our episodes, even though I say I never listen because they're going to be brand new to me. Because I don't remember any of this shit we just did. It's funny when I listen to these ones that we record like way in advance because they're already new to me. <laughs> so it'll be funny to go back and listen to one from a year ago. Yeah, yeah so two. try that, people. And also, if we have even if we have a new one, listen to our old episodes. <laughs> so do that. Stay safe and keep it warm.